0: Welcome to Maggie and Perloff. So glad to have you. If you missed our interview with Vince Wilfork, it was awesome. He's great. And he had a lot of really candid things to say about the New England Patriots and about why this team struggled.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is such an unusual Patriots to see let off two kickoff touchdown returns from Mr. Special Teams, Bill Belichick, running into punters, all sorts of the things. The
0: pitchy, pitchy doo-doo.
1: You see that one?
0: That's not Belichick. That was guys freelancing.
1: Right, but it was Jacoby Meyer, who is... He's an old-school Patriot. Everyone says he is the ultimate team guy.
0: Well, it's a shame, because that was not the team move. <laughs> well, Unfortunately, it cost his team, and I know he I, felt I was, badly about it, but... Yeah,
1: he was, he, but he wasn't trying to make a play for himself. He was not thinking about, hey, what am I going to get out of this? Because he wasn't getting it. He was actually should have... You know, but, it wasn't gonna be his yards.
0: No, former Patriot Chandler Jones is the one who got something out of it, which was a scooping yeah. and scoring yeah, 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 for yeah, the yeah. Raiders to win. But I thought it was interesting with Will Fork talking about how he doesn't think that this team is as selfless as right. the dynasty teams right. that he was on.
1: I think the signature moment of the entire dynasty was and I might have this fact where the first Super Bowl against the Rams, instead of doing individual announcements of who they were, they ran out as a team. And that sort of set the tone. I think the question that we didn't have time to get to, is that because of Tom Brady or is that because of Bill Belichick?
0: Right. And, well, if you want to look at proof, but you might say yeah. it's because of Brady. But, you know, he didn't say that. That's our conjecture. But he, well, no, he no, was no. I,
1: I'm not totally agreeing with that either. I think maybe Belichick has lost something.
0: Well, what Will Fork said is that the athlete today he thinks is different.
1: Yeah, yeah. Did you agree with that?
0: Um, I mean, listen, it's his opinion and he's closer to it than I am. But I always think that there were guys who were looking for, you know, opportunities outside of football. Yeah. They're always larger than life personalities. I mean, go back to yeah. Deion Chato- Sanders is like one of the greatest football players of all time who was definitely larger than yeah. life.
1: Yeah, Chad Ochocinco or Chad Johnson?
0: Uh, definitely. I mean, oh,
1: I know. That's a great point. But I think he played in New England, so he didn't know that that was going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> or
0: he knew, but I don't. they weren't doing anything about it. Um, So that was really interesting and the fact that, you know, could he see a Tom Brady Bill Belichick reunion? Never know. Didn't rule it out. Yeah.
1: I I would I know Bill Simmons, of course, put this out there. That makes so little sense. Convenient for
0: Mr. Boston. So
1: little sense to me. And I don't know what it is. And I'm basing it on the dumbest reason that Tom Brady's old and he doesn't want to go somewhere cold. That's my main (laughs) reasoning. Just look at look at people today. You moved to Florida. So I think, and this ties into today's news, I think the Dolphins have to be back. In the mix. Play. Because if Tua can't play this week, and I don't think – I want Tua uh, – part of me wants Tua to retire. I don't think he's ever going to fix this problem. Do you?
0: Well, retire, I don't know. I mean, can you allow your body and brain to heal yeah. and maybe get back to a place where you can play? Listen, we'd be naive if we were to sit here and say every guy who's had three concussions doesn't yeah. play. Now, we know that's not true. Guys have had documented more than that who are going to be playing this weekend. It's just, do you allow your brain and body to heal? And two, it didn't pass concussion protocol. Like, he didn't pass the concussion protocol test. So that's why they couldn't clear him. So this is the only move they had to make for his well-being. But if you have a whole offseason, if yeah, you but- heal, is, should his career be over because of this? I, I don't know if I can go that far.
1: So, my f- former buddy, Kevin Cobb, who I talk about a lot, yeah. got his first concussion his entire life in Philadelphia. Over a span of four or five years ending in Buffalo, yep. he just couldn't stop getting concussions because they build on each other. That's true. And by the end, the last hit that took him out was a n- routine play. And it just got worse and worse. I fear that's what's going to happen with Tua. You're right. We have no idea. Every concussion is different. I, I Yeah, retirement was too strong a word to say, but we don't know that four months off is going to heal that. Maybe he's just – his brain is now at that point. That would really suck because I've loved watching him play this year.
0: It's been a great story. And the offense was scary when Tua was playing. Yes. Like with Waddle and with Tyree Kill, Gasecki. the offensive line was improved. I know they're a little banged up now.
1: Coach Mike McDaniel, I and think, McDaniel really kind of had a rhythm. I mean, all that would be true with Tom Brady.
0: Listen, I think Brady is back on the table for Miami. I always yeah. think that with Stephen Ross – he already lost a first-round pick for tampering with Brady. I guess why not just bring him in at this point? And I guess I, I don't know, and this is a sad thing to say because you know, you don't want a guy to lose out on future earnings, but how do you pay Tua after three concussions? Now, I don't want his career to be over, but can you look at him and say, all right, here's $150 million, here's Kyler Murray's contract or equivalent when you've had these types of problems.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, maybe you have him as a backup to Tom Brady.
0: Yeah. He's still under
1: contract, so you might as well keep him around. He has no trade value right now. I mean, come on. People do not retire to Foxborough, Massachusetts. They retire to Miami, (laughs) Florida, although he's in Tampa, Florida. What about
0: Vegas? You can retire to Vegas. That's fun. Well, I mean,
1: that's why I, I think the Raiders have a great chance.
0: Single Brady in Vegas?
1: But if you had the choice between, if you look at the weapons and the teams and the coaches between Miami and the Raiders... Offensively,
0: I the, the weapons, I think, are... Well, Tyreek Hill is on a different level. Uh, but the weapons are, are comparable. But I, Miami's offensive line is better.
1: I think... My, yeah, exactly. I think the offensive line is better. I think the weapons are a little better in Miami because Waddle's a star. He's a 1A. Yeah, Devontae
0: uh, Adams is like...
1: But I think Tyreek... Could make a
0: case as the greatest receiver in the league. Well, yeah, but you could Tyreek easily
1: Hill. make a case that Tyreek Hill is the yeah. greatest receiver. So those two cancel each other out. Then you got Waddle versus... Who's Waller and Renfro. Yeah. I mean... It, this is a silly conversation, too, because there's so much... You know what? Raiders do have Josh McDaniels, so... Yeah, I, I don't even know how he got here. We're assigning Tom Brady. By the way, Tom Brady plays this Monday. You know, there's still yeah, and this season. Yeah, the game that's probably going to break records. And he already viewers. retired last offseason. <laughs> so I, I love that we're not even considering retirement.
0: No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not considering retirement for Tom Brady. I don't know if anyone else is. It's because he's still playing at a high level. I was watching Steve Young, who was talking on ESPN the other day about about when you retire, it's like a death. Yeah, and that's what. And Tom Brady has talked openly about being scared of this. Look, look at what happened. He retired, and a month later, he was like, "I can't handle it. I'm back." Yeah, because he's still playing well. And you know what? Listen, this wasn't a great season for the Tampa Bay Bucks. It hasn't been. They're not a good team right now. But Brady, in a two minute drill, tell me you're not scared of that.
1: Of course. No, I mean, there's... I think the Bucks are a sleeping giant. Sleeping... No, giant's the wrong word. Yes. Sleeping okay team. They. I mean, well, listen, you've seen playoff, Lenny. By the way, young retired because of concussions. So did Troy Aikman. I mean, yeah. it's not unusual. They were a lot older than him. Um,
0: than Tua, yeah.
1: Than, than Tua. So... Yeah. By the way, I love in the Vince Wilfork interview, you had to get in a little, just a little bit of something. A little Bills, Barb. You're like, did you, you basically asked, didn't you get bored of dominating the AFC East all these years? <laughs> I, you know, there I, was Wilford a little destroyed Bills. destroyed
0: the Bills. Yeah. <laughs> Wilfork was a one-man wrecking crew on the Bills. He took out one running back. Now I can't remember who it was. It wasn't a guy who was in Buffalo for a long time. It was a hit that in today's NFL, would get no. you flagged. I mean, he took that guy's soul, left his body. It was not cool.
1: But everything's pointing out for the Buffalo Bills right now. I mean, the, the Dolphins are going to be a shell of themselves. It's almost as if they got a bye this week, and they get well, the neutral. Let's not
0: say, I mean, yes, it's Skylar Thompson. I understand the spread on this game is, what, is it up to 10.5 or 12.5? Skylar
1: Thompson does not look competitive.
0: Well, he scored we... 11
1: points against, I mean, he didn't score. They got they beat the Jets 11-6. to 6.
0: But the Jets defense is good. Do, why, but why is Teddy Bridgewater not a factor because of his pinky?
1: Yeah, he's a dislocated finger.
0: No, I understand that, but I thought, he's that's working a, right back. I thought that's like a. It's the playoffs. Isn't that like a tape it up situation?
1: You're a quarterback. You have a dislocated finger. That's ridiculous. You can't just tape that up.
0: No, but like, because you can't grip the ball because it's mm. a pinky. I thought it was more if your thumb is dislocated, that would be an issue, like Dak Prescott.
1: I would think to throw an accurate football, you would need all your fingers.
0: What's better, a four fingers of Teddy Bridgewater or an actual full hand of Skylar Thompson?
1: Is Ouch. Teddy wearing gloves, as he is famously known to do? Of course um,
0: I feel like, I, from what
2: I remember talking to like various quarterbacks, the index finger is as important, if not more important, than the thumb. As far as, like, when you're throwing the ball, the index finger is the last finger that touches the ball, yeah. and it's for guiding yeah. the accuracy for everything. I feel so. like the
0: pinky's doing nothing. I didn't mean to do like that but, but think
1: about how you hold a football The pinky is the here, closest let's one Let's grab
0: a football Do we have a football in here? Uh, we did Where's our, There we go
1: You see how the pinky curves And the pinkies? Yeah definitely you're right about it. that um, I have two broken pinkies So I know all about this but it, does, it affects my basketball game, not my football game. But, oh, come on, <laughs> so All sad right. for you. But by the way, even the fact that you're just like, well, let's not call it a bye. I mean, come on. This offense is not competitive. And now they get this neutral home field game. And you are out there on Twitter still, as of last night, calling for it to be outdoors, Maggie. And this is ridiculous. You are not, in the middle of January, going to make, if it happens, the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs play in zero degree weather on a neutral field. You have to make that game indoors.
0: Okay. I'm the only one. This is how you can tell that I'm not just putting my Bills fan bias out there. Because, of course, the Bills are built for a dome. Of course I want them to play in a dome, but it doesn't seem fair to me. And getting this right and trying to make it as fair as possible in a really extreme situation, I think is necessary for the league to try to do. You already have these crazy circumstances for why you even have this neutral site game with DeMar Hamlin. So to try, wouldn't you try to make everything else about the game as, like, quote-unquote, normal as possible. And if the game was in Kansas City, which it would be if the Bills and the Chiefs met, it would be outdoors. Let it be outdoors.
1: Right, but where are you going to have it outdoors? What if you run into... Are you going to have it in Miami?
0: I think it has to be cold, too.
1: Okay, so then you risk I'm snow, thinking, which will completely alter the game.
0: Okay, but first of all, I've been told that people love snow games and love all this football weather, so I think people would actually like it, as especially as a TV product, but... Yeah, I think this is whatever mother nature is going to provide if you're in Pittsburgh, if you're in Baltimore, if you're in Cincinnati, it seems kind of cruel to put it in Cincinnati. But say Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Tennessee, just put it out there wherever whatever mother nature intended.
1: So you're going to neutralize two of the most exciting players in the NFL in a gigantic snowstorm in in wherever <laughs> First of all, in Pittsburgh. You
0: don't know it's going to be a snowstorm. It's whatever it's going to be. And that's part of it, right? Because it's- Yes, I mean,
1: under normal circumstances, but these are not normal circumstances. There's nothing normal about this. This is totally bizarre. A neutral field AFC game. So if you're going to make it bizarre and you're already in this uncharted territory, uncharted, uncharted, I never know the difference. <laughs> You might as well yes. make it indoor and make it the most entertaining game possible because the Chiefs are also built for an indoor stadium. They're, they'd are they be amazing indoors. So this would be a great, great game.
0: Yeah, so why? The Chiefs can all, like, hold hands and start going around in a circle? Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I think you should try, try to make it like everything else would have been. You can't have it. the location. You can't have the home field advantage, but at least you can have it be somewhat okay. like it would have been.
1: Do you realize how bad the NFL would look if they rescheduled and had a foot of snow where they were and made all 80,000 fans drive in a snowstorm to that game? Probably. That would be ridiculous.
0: We know that the NFL controls the weather.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes, <do> indoors, <laughs> indoors in Detroit and Indianapolis, they control the weather. But eight five five two one two four
0: CBS eight five five two one two four two two seven. I will always believe somehow the NFL controls the weather. The NFL, when the yeah. NFL had a Super Bowl in New York and it was sixty degrees on February fourth. Or did whatever. they
2: control it during the Ice Bowl? <laughs> yes, you know, I, they
0: wanted that for uh, the legacy of it.
1: I worked at the NFL for three years. The things that people think the NFL can do competently amaze me at all times. You think this is this well-run machine? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, I never said that. not at all. This is an office just like your office where <laughs> things <laughs> fall through the cracks all the time. You know that guy who uh, you can't get anything done right? That guy's like... Uh, executive vice president of the NFL. <laughs> Trust me, they do not know what they're doing.
0: 855 212 cbs 855 you are welcome to weigh in on this neutral site. We're supposed to find out later this week, right?
1: Yeah, Jonathan Jones, our buddy at CBS Sports, said later this week there'll be an announcement. That is interesting. They're going to announce it before the first game. I wonder if they're looking at the weather, if they're considering it.
0: What, the farmer's almanac? Why are you going gonna... to... You can get a
1: two-week forecast, can you? I can look on my phone and put up two-week forecast.
0: How... Ten days, I think, is the max you can get. Yeah, everyone knows the Doppler only works for 10 days.
1: Well, if it worked for 10 days, why won't it work for 12 days?
2: <laughs> I mean, that's, that's such a silly question. It's why, crazy. Why on earth would it go past 10? I mean, come on. Everybody everybody in meteorologist school 101 understands that 10 days is the max.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's the and, jet
0: stream. And and the, and the cities <laughs> you
1: were naming. Can you imagine making Kansas City and Buffalo go to Pittsburgh to play it? It just feels wrong.
0: Really? I think it feels right.
1: An AFC title game for those teams in Pittsburgh? I Pittsburgh, a like, home of champions. It's Nothing about that feels right to me.
0: Mm, I think everything about it feels right to me. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You're welcome to weigh in. Also, if you're watching us on YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, you're welcome to hang in the chat. All right, coming up next, the team that could land Sean Payton is the last one you would ever expect. We'll get to that in just a moment. Don't move more Maggie and Pearl off right after this.
1: All right, are you looking to save time and money in the new year? Get Hello Fresh and take control of the clock. And your budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door.
0: Spend less time in the kitchen, Pearl Off, with new, fast and fresh recipes like falafel Power Bowls or Southwest Pork and Bean Burritos, each packed with flavor and ready in just 15 minutes. With over 35 weekly recipes and 70 seasonal and convenience items, there's always something new to try. And pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step instructions make it easy to whip up a tasty meal right at home.
1: This year, skip that extra trip to the market, cut back on takeout, and get HelloFresh delivered instead. At 25% cheaper than takeout, HelloFresh is the easiest and most delicious way to save. Start the year off right with a great deal on America's number one meal kit. Sign up today for 22 free meals plus free shipping with code MPSHOW22. That's MP for Maggie and Perloff. S-H-O-W 22 at HelloFresh.com slash MPSHOW22. That's code MP Show Twenty Two at hellofresh.com slash MP Show Twenty Two. Back on Maggie and Perloff. Of course, you can find us now on YouTube as well as CBS Sports Radio all over the country. So, Bill Belichick had a bad year. Is that fair to say, Maggie?
0: Yeah, they didn't make the playoffs.
1: I still, I, I've been following all this coaching carousel stuff. Yeah, and Bill Belichick said he's coming back. I don't know why. Honestly, what is he? (laughs) Why is he coming back? Why does he
0: step away?
1: Because how many years are you gonna go eight and nine or nine and eight? It feels like they are set up to go eight and nine for ten years.
0: Well, it depends what Mac Jones is gonna become. Mac Jones is
1: not gonna become anything.
0: Well, to be honest, like name an offensive coordinator, a real one this time.
1: Take Bill O'Brien back so Alabama can name a real offensive coordinator. (laughs)
0: Eight five five two one two four 4 cbs eight five five two one two four two two seven. That could work all the way around. Hung's uh, in Pennsylvania. Hey, Hong, what's happening? Uh, hello, I'm thanks for turning my call. Uh, I am just want to talk about, answer for your question about who's the best. I'm saying right now the New England
3: without Tom Brady is
0: garbage because Coast Billichardt is overrated. Because, you know, without Brady, you already know. You know, without Brady, they ain't do nothing. So 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 you know you you guys don't have an answer. I had an answer right there. Belichick overrated. Belichick at losing record in head coaching seasons without Tom Brady combined. Yeah. Uh, All right. Thank you, huh. Appreciate that. Belichick okay, here, overrated. Here's a question. It's a who, little tough sell. I can't I can't sell overrated.
1: Overrated feels tough. But who is going to win first? Nick Saban a national title or Bill Belichick a Super Bowl? Saban. Yeah, no, I totally. Agree.
0: <laughs> I mean, is that even a question? I totally
1: agree, but I do feel like it is. An, it's an uncharacteristically downtime for the two greatest football coaches of our lifetime.
0: Well, and they're both in their seventies. So yeah, and that's maybe what I keep it's wondering. a little. Maybe it is passing of the torch time, but those guys have earned to go out whenever they want to go out.
1: Right. And if right, they right. want
0: to hang on, and if Belichick's trying to, you know, become the greatest, you know, winningest coach of all time to pass Shula. I think he's earned that right. It's going to take him a couple of years, but I think he's earned that right.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree. I would never, obviously, move on from. I'm a big Belichick fan, but I I just don't see a way out for this franchise.
0: Let's go to Doug. He is in Pennsylvania. Wants to talk about where the AFC Championship game could be held. What's up, Doug? How are you? How are you? Doing great, man. What's on your mind?
1: I was calling to
3: see if. I don't know if the NFL has made a decision yet, but picking the closest team geographically to Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Kansas City to hold
1: the playoff game.
0: Yeah, you're asking us to do geography here. Do you, have, do you know what's the closest?
1: I don't, but the NFL should.
0: <laughs> Anyone Sometimes got a map over work, there?
3: So I don't have a map, but <laughs> I would think... A lot of them are close <laughs> to Cleveland and Pittsburgh, like you were saying, those cities. The weather would be similar.
0: Doug, I think it's a good a idea. Thought. Thank you so much for the phone call. Uh, research department, a.k.a. Samter and Stu, can we get how far? Do, can you find us a map of the United States?
2: I'm looking at it seems like the closest to Kansas City would probably be Denver. Maybe Dallas?
1: No, 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 no. Denver. There's yeah. got to be something. Cl- I know it's way out there, but I mean,
2: you got near Kansas is Nebraska, South Dakota, Iowa, Missouri, Arkansas. Maybe nothing in Oklahoma.
0: Maybe Dallas, but I know. But then for for Buffalo, that's not, that's a no go. So <laughs> yeah, but I would not. You can't I would definitely go that not, way. You got to start going east.
1: I would not rule out Dallas because they seem to get things. Let me ask you. The other issue is the turf. Buffalo plays on artificial turf, right? I think the Chiefs play on grass. I could double-check that. And I don't know. I would think the Chiefs would actually like artificial turf. But I think that's an issue because the Bills, I assume, are a little better on turf, faster field.
0: Yeah, I think it's like that that um, hybrid stuff. Like they yeah. have at MetLife Stadium where it's like it looks like grass, but it's got bits of tire in it.
1: Yeah, is that's, I thought that wasn't a thing, the bits of tire field anymore. I don't know.
0: I think it still is.
1: Yeah, I, I think they sort of wound that. I mean, the MetLife Life field is one of the worst fields in the yeah, league. Yeah, the We're, players hate playing on it. But I know, I, I'm picturing Arrowhead. That's definitely grass. So I think that's something you got to think about, I, I would think.
0: Yeah, remember Jason Garrett said that the Dallas Cowboys are really bad on grass.
1: Yes. Which is
0: why, and then Tony Dungy said, and if I'm Tampa, that I'm starting to grow the grass out as quickly as yeah. I possibly yeah. can.
2: So the two closest to Kansas City are going to be either Nashville Or Dallas. Okay, Denver is maybe like another 40 miles farther than those two.
1: Oh, Dallas is closer than Chicago to Kansas City?
0: (laughs) Stand stand by. I was (laughs) trying to think, but like, aren't we trying to look at what's in the middle? I think our caller was right there. I think you're looking at Cleveland.
2: Chicago actually might be the closest. It's it's maybe about 20 miles closer than Dallas. No, so I think his point is like, if it's going to be in Kansas City, have the closest Place to Kansas City oh. if it's going to be in Buffalo, have the closest place to Buffalo. Got it.
0: But why would you split the difference? Well, Wait, I think, I think the point is
2: that way the team who does deserve to have the home field gets the home, the closest home opportunity. So they have to travel the less, their fans have to travel the less, right. and there is actually a home advantage.
0: Eight five five two one two four CBS eight five five two one two four two two seven.
1: Let me throw one out. How about St. Louis has a stadium sitting around, probably the Edward <laughs> Jones. Been dome? in that
0: place for years. You have to, Like go blow the dust off that. I place. know
1: it's not right. It's actually way farther east of Kansas City. So maybe that's in between. And you know St. Louis fans, they deserve something after the Rams <laughs> left them.
0: Wasn't there just like a massive lawsuit with the yeah, NFL? Yeah, yeah. I don't oh, think the right, NFL right. can come waltzing back <laughs> into St. Louis after I. I think the NFL had to pay like seven hundred million dollars. Yeah. To the city, yeah. yeah. If I'm remembering that All story right. correctly.
1: <laughs> well, uh, you can't
0: well, knock on the door like, uh, can we come back? What about the playing AFC, GM, in AFC? a
1: college stadium like uh, the big house or something or the horseshoe? That'd be amazing.
0: Oh, just go total opposite. Like people wanted it in Lambeau just for the uh, well, the idea, like, the mystique of Lambeau. And
1: I'm just thinking, Michigan and Ohio thing. State stadiums are massive, so you get in an extra 25,000 fans into one of those things. <laughs> And what's it? Uh, why not play Columbus, Ohio? Has to be super equidistant. If somebody can look Columbus, at Columbus,
0: Ohio, probably not that bad.
1: Yeah, and that you could get extra fans in, and both fan bases would be. And and let's face it, unlike the national title game, tailgating would be all allowed there. That'd be great.
0: When are kids back on campus?
1: Oh, I, I don't know.
0: I think Ohio State's on a trimester. Don't ask me how I know that. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Let's go to Wayne. Hey, Wayne, how's it going? Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing excellent. You got a venue for us. Hey, I just had an idea where to have the the football game.
3: What yeah. about Penn State? You can have 100,000 people there.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's funny. That's exactly what I would say. But Penn State is, is a far drive from everywhere. Every single place <laughs> on earth is a far drive to Penn State.
0: You're so right. Getting yeah. to State College, it just is, takes forever. <laughs> All right, that's all I thought.
1: Yeah, no, it's not bad. Same thing I was talking about. It's basically. not a
0: bad one, and also y- because college programs come in, you know, you would would you have enough hotels to accommodate oh, two teams? Like yes. I've been to state college. Is there yeah. enough room for everybody there?
1: Uh, I don't know. Maybe day trip. That's a great question. But they they do have huge games there. If I they, know,
0: but half of but the Penn State kids are already on campus.
1: Um,
0: you'd have two teams coming in with tons of personnel. Huge teams, huge coaching staffs.
1: Well, the, that they'd be able to do is the fans
0: and the fans and the fans. Yeah,
1: Penn State welcomes in Michigan and Ohio State. I'm sure they have gigantic entourages. Yeah, that's
0: true.
1: I and mean, also, college football teams have 112 guys yeah, that's on there. True.
0: There are so many people on a college football team.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they have like four guys with the same number on college football team <laughs> at home. Yeah, right. Because right, when, when I was at college, even in my college, which is not a big football powerhouse, everybody there was. A hundred and fifty guys on the team, but only seventy of them got to travel. The rest just got to sort of stand there and in you know at home games. So I, I think they'd be fine. I like this. Let's 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 make a case for this. We're gonna do it outside. Let's do State it at College. State Pennsylvania.
0: Let's go to Josh. He's in Harrisburg, PA. Well that's not as far from State College PA. What's up, Josh? Hey Maggie, love
3: listening to you guys. Um oh, thank you. It sounds like you guys are missing the whole point of this uh neutral site game nobody's supposed to have an advantage because they didn't get to decide technically who the real top seed is um yeah great point yeah being a truck driver and knowing you know especially the eastern seaboard if the nfl wanted to make a real neutral even fair game the halfway point from western new york to missouri would be indiana or ohio
0: right Totally. So So they originally, I think, and that's great, Josh, and thank you for lending your expertise and definitely stay stay safe on the roads. And thanks for calling. Indy was the first thing they went to, but the turf is being replaced.
1: I think that's Detroit.
0: Oh, no, that was Detroit. Yeah, Detroit,
1: which is often a neutral field. uh, I think the last time they did a neutral field playoff game was Detroit.
0: Right. um, Oh, no, that was regular why, Why was Indy ruled out?
1: Indy's not ruled out,
0: I don't think. Oh, okay.
1: By the way, State College is not far from Kansas City. It's only 980 miles, a 16-hour drive.
0: <laughs> That's all? <laughs> Kansas
1: City is way farther west than I think people realize.
0: No, probably just us. I think most people <laughs> realize that. I think you and I are just figuring that out today. How about Phil? He's in Pennsylvania. Hey, Phil, what's up?
1: Hey, Maggie. Hey, Pearl. Thanks for the line. You got it. Uh, what about Carolina? It's outdoors, about the same distance from both. It'll be cold, but not too cold, and it won't have all the horrible snowstorms.
0: You know what? That's not bad. That's yeah. Carolina, maybe a little bit more moderate weather. Yep. That's what I was thinking, too, about, about Nashville. It's like, it's going to be cold, but it's not going to be brick city. Well, like...
1: Nashville is a lot closer to Kansas City, but about equal distance from both cities would be about Carolina. It's not the closest, but it's about equal for both fan bases. Yeah, and then I think it's a bit of a hub for somebody. Delta?
0: Uh, Caroline is maybe. a mini hub. Yeah, you're right about that, Charlotte. Yep, yeah, no, it's uh, not bad. All right, Phil, we like that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Appreciate it. I like that, Charlotte. You know what they're gonna do? I bet. I bet behind the scenes, I bet this is owners of certain teams just jockeying Ooh. for position here, like David Tepper versus Jerry Jones, because like all of a sudden now you get another game at your stadium that you most likely own. Where you get this crazy gate, concessions, the mm. parking, all well, you of you probably that. don't
1: get the gate, but that probably goes to Is mm-hmm. it a title Maybe or, a split? No. I mean it's gotta go to the teams, right?
0: I have no idea.
1: There's no way you get the gate, but you might get the beer. I I'll bet you I'll make a, I think I know where it's going. I think it's going to Indy. I think it's going to Indy. Yeah, I mean, it just makes too much sense. I'm looking, and you know why? Because I'm looking at this map because I mapped my ride from Kansas City to State College, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. Indy is smack dab in the middle of all of this.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, Indy, it's central location.
1: That's why the combine is there. Why the,
0: yeah, that's why the NFL does a, a lot of stuff there. It
1: is a gorgeous stadium. I mean, a lot of these are great stadiums. Yeah, but if it comes down to an owner battle, then I worry about it being in Dallas.
0: Then Jerry will win. He yeah. wins all these battles. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven all right coming up we will tell you surprising odds came out on where sean payton will land i was stunned by this we'll tell you who is the odds-on favorite to land the former saints coach we'll do that in just a moment time for a cbs sports update here is rich ackerman
1: Back on Maggie and Perloff. Maggie, I'm getting lots of notes about some volleyball tournament in Indianapolis. It's going to screw up my neutral (laughs) site AFC title game prediction. But
0: that that uh, always happens the week of the combine. There's also this like pageant that goes on or like this dance competition for Mm. girls. And you always see like GMs walking down the same corridor as like dance moms. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Apparently there's some huge event. So we'll see what happens later this week. But there's so much going on right now. And if you are a fan of NFL offseason news like I am, in fact, it's my favorite thing, even though it's not offseason yet, you have to follow Jordan Schultz at Schultz underscore report, NFL insider for the score, because he is just dropping dimes everywhere. Jordan, how you doing other than busy?
3: (laughs) Uh, I'm doing great. I appreciate the love, and you know, I'm happy to come on and talk shop. Although I do agree that the offseason is sometimes more fun than the actual season. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're going to throw out a report that DeAndre Hopkins is likely to be traded from the Arizona Cardinals, I am sorry. I do not... Stop everything. I can't focus on the the Dolphins-Bills playoff game because I immediately, my mind goes to how many teams could use this guy. Sure. How do you expect that to play out in Arizona?
3: Well, I think the first priority for Michael Bidwell, the owner, he's got to get a new GM and a new head coach, in that order. He will basically tell both of them here's the plan I I want to trade DeAndre Hopkins I mean that's he, he's going to get dealt and ultimately he's 30 years old but he's still playing at a really high level he's owed about 34 million in change over the next two years I was also told he wants a new deal and he does have a no trade clause so there are some complicated parts to it but when you're talking about teams that could use a player of his caliber there, there's no shortage of them I, I could Seven or eight teams, you know, come to mind. Green Bay and Dallas, Baltimore, Chicago, and and that's just a few of them. So I, I think there will be a huge market, but ultimately the Cardinals are going to go in order. You know, GM first, head coach obviously is, is a priority, and and then they can start thinking about a trade.
0: I mean, Jordan, with all due respect to Greg Dortch, I just feel like if I want to become <laughs> a coach of the Cardinals, I want Kyler, whenever he gets back from his knee, to team up with DeAndre Hopkins. Like that's exciting yeah. to me. So I don't know if that might I don't know if it be a deal breaker, but you're taking over a very different team if DeAndre Hopkins isn't there. Now I don't know if you saw this, but there is one sports book that's putting Sean Payton as the odds on favorite for I, Arizona.
3: I did. I did see that. I what do, do
0: you make of that? that? Now he's
3: yeah, he's talking to them. I know that that there's there's a lot of interest in Sean Payton. Obviously Denver, Houston. The reason that he could potentially go to Arizona? Is it because this is some juggernaut team right now? It's because he could have essentially full control. You know, if he goes to Denver, for example, he still has to deal with, with, with uh, George Payton, who, who's a good guy and is well liked, but both of them would be reporting to the owner uh, in, in the Penner family. If you go to Arizona, you're basically, if you're Sean Payton, you're basically the CEO in charge of the whole operation. And and that's appetizing, especially when you consider where Sean Payton's at like he's, He's been in the booth now for a couple of years, and for a year, and, and he's going to have, you know, his pick of the litter. So, you know, the opportunity to take over a franchise and be the, the end-all and be-all is, is really interesting for him.
1: Isn't it funny? Uh, obviously, Sean Payton famously coached a shorter quarterback in Drew Brees, and now he's potentially looking at Kyler Murray, Bryce Young in Houston, potentially, who knows, and Russell Wilson in Denver. So Russell
3: Wilson, yeah. <laughs>
1: but now, if you put yourself in Sean Payton's shoes, what do you think of the availabilities? Now is the best opportunity.
3: So you're talking about Carolina, Houston, Arizona, and Denver, right? Right. From I mean, to, uh, to
1: win Jordan, not just to have control, but to win. Can he win in Denver with Russell Wilson?
3: I I, I actually like him there because you know one of the things about Sean Payton is well, one of, uh, maybe his best attribute is that he's an incredible offensive coach who who clearly knows how to maximize a quarterback. And, you know, Drew Brees has talked over the years about his relationship with Sean and how that grew. You know, when you go back to, you know, Brees was really supposed to be a Miami Dolphin and, and the Saints, you know, somehow found a way to get him because the Dolphins medical staff wouldn't sign off. And those two really grew together, Sean and Drew. You know, I look at Russell Wilson. He's already an established star and he's in his early 30s, but he needs help right now. And obviously wasn't in the form of a, guy like Nathaniel Hackett. When you're talking about Peyton, you know, he already would go. I mean, I know he, he said, I think it was on Collins show, Coward recently, that, that he has a plan for Russell. Specifically, he wants to go back and look at 20 or 30 of the best deep balls he threw in Seattle and basically implement those into his offense, especially when it comes to, to the naked boot. And the problem with Russell this year wasn't necessarily dissimilar to what we saw with Drew Brees his last couple years, Was he was no longer able to really rely on that deep ball. The difference is I still think Russell has the arm strength. I just don't think he was schemed properly, and I don't think he was 100% healthy this year. If Sean were to go there, there's no reason to me why they couldn't have success. Maybe not immediately, but when you're talking about Arizona, Houston, and Carolina, I would put Denver ahead of all of them.
0: Jordan Schultz is our guest, NFL insider for the score, friend of the show. So moving away from Sean Payton and Denver for a second, or Sean Payton landing spots, uh, Lamar Jackson, we find out today – not going to be able to, well, he didn't practice and doesn't look like yep. it's going to be good here for their opening round match against the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, Jordan Perloff and I were kicking around the notion has Lamar Jackson played his last game as a Baltimore Raven.
3: You know, I think I, I, I it's not crazy. And would you, but wouldn't you be shocked at this point if, if he actually somehow played this weekend? I mean, I think it'd be stunning. Right. And, and I was told he had extreme swelling and it was pretty limited. It, when you're talking about Lamar Jackson, too, like, you know, so much of his game is, is movement and manipulating the pocket. Even if he did play, he would be significantly limited. So um, I don't think it's crazy on any level to think, to think that he could potentially have played his last game. And you want to talk about a market for, for Lamar Jackson. You, you could basically go through a, a third of the teams in the league and you would find a team that would want him. And, you know, one of the, one of the clubs that's come to mind a lot is the Jets because, they obviously have a pretty good young roster already in place, and they're really just missing the quarterback. And so, you know that that would be the that's the first team that jumps jumps off the page for me is the Jets. And and to answer your question, Maggie and Andrew, I I would not be stunned at all if he played his last game in Baltimore.
1: Uh, Jordan, I was reading a story today about another quarterback who is linked to the Jets. I don't know if you guys see this, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, people list the uh, Jets no. as a possible spot for him. Wait, of course who? I,
0: Number yeah. 12? Okay. Yeah, following Brett
1: Favre's lead and going from yeah. the Packers to the Jets.
0: I'll tell you, Favre definitely left an impression here.
1: Yeah. Do you think Not there's any boy. chance uh, that Aaron Rodgers wants to still keep playing, but he wants to play elsewhere and somehow the Packers work out a deal? Or is it going to be just as simple as he the retires or comes back to Green Bay?
3: I would be more surprised if Rodgers was moved than than uh than Lamar to to, to put it lightly. I mean wow. he signed a three year hundred and fifty million dollar deal before this season. If he plays next year, he'll get nearly sixty. And I mean it's an astronomical number. He's not what he was, but he's still clearly a, a very good player. I he did not play well, you know, in the playoffs and he was the only quarterback in the league that started every game uh to, to not have a three hundred yard game. So clearly he, he's not what he was. But I would be really surprised also like the market for Aaron realistically is not what it is for Lamar considering their age. You know, Lamar just is finishing on a fifth year option. Aaron's approaching 40. So, you know, I, I think there's a, there's a much better chance if, if, if one of them were to be moved, that it would be Lamar instead of, instead of 12.
0: Jordan, if you could give us the one assistant coach that you feel the most confident is going to get hired this cycle, who do you think it is? Ooh.
3: I, I didn't prepare for this. One. I like it. <laughs> well, um, Let's go through. I'm just like a D'Amico
0: Ryan's, who's getting yeah, a lot.
3: No, I, or I, there's not. I tell you this: there's not a hotter name in coaching circles than D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah. I mean he, he is
0: maybe the two Philly and, and coordinators
3: Yeah, I mean in, in terms of coordinators or any coaches, I mean this has been building. There's a lot of reasons why. I mean he he's 38. He played. He understands how to how to relate to players. He is beloved um, inside that entire 49ers organization. And the other part about it is if you go back to last year interview with the Vikings and then he declined his second interview because he realized that he wanted one more year as a coordinator. So there will be there's a massive market for him. The other name that, that probably comes to mind is Dan Quinn because, you know, he's a little older. I think he's yep. 51, 52, and he, he's obviously had experience. He's been to a Super Bowl. But his last two years in Dallas have been nothing short of sensational in terms of the turnaround. I mean, they had come off the worst defensive season in twenty twenty in franchise history. And the last two, they've really been top five across the board, top ten. So I I would go with those two. I mean, one more name I'll give you that has gotten a a lot of uh, buzz is Jonathan Gannon, as well as Shane and the the two Eagles coordinators. Um, You know, Gannon has probably been a little more criticized, but if you actually look at the raw numbers, they have a top ten defense as well, and he's under 40. You know, teams, franchises like the idea of going after a young coach who has experience as a coordinator – with really good offenses or defenses. So in D'Amico's case and Gannon's case, they have capped in two terrific defenses and have done it over the last couple of years. So I, I would highlight those two as well as Dan Quinn.
1: Okay, but we're only talking about the current vacancies. Do you expect any more vacancies this offseason? And I'm going to paint the picture. Say the Chargers lose this weekend or the Cowboys lose this weekend, either in embarrassing fashion. I think either of those guys, Brandon Staley or Mike McCarthy, are coaching for their job.
3: Okay, so Staley okay, Staley, Staley, if the Chargers lose, I know they're going on the road to Jacksonville, but after what happened last week, I don't know, I'm just curious. What did what did both of you think about him playing as starters, knowing at kickoff that they had already clinched the fifth seat?
0: Organizational malpractice. Fire him on the spot. Yeah, fire him on the spot. I mean what a I, I couldn't
3: believe it. I mean I really couldn't believe it, especially when you consider that only twenty three percent of the plays this year for the Chargers They've had Williams, Keenan Allen, and, and Justin Herbert on the field together. So I, I was shocked by that. And, and they paid for it. Bosa got hurt. He's okay. But, you know, Kenneth Murray, obviously Williams gets carted to the locker room. I think the most pressure is on Brandon Staley. Uh, and then I would, I would probably say after that, if, if the Cowboys were to lose to Tampa, there would certainly be heat on, on McCarthy. But, but I, it's, hard, it's pretty hard to envision a scenario where if the Chargers lay an egg and, and in a playoff game that, that Staley's back.
1: You know, uh, just to play devil's advocate, these guys did win double-digit games and make the playoffs. I, I feel like I'm old now, but that used to be enough to keep your job in this NFL, no, except Pearl for Barney Schottenheimer. I don't know,
3: I mean... Barney Schottenheimer, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I think, you know, There's just there's been a lot of heat on Staley over the last couple of years, you know? And, and, you know, feeling like he, he's underachieved with a really talented roster, some of the fourth-down issues. Um, you know, I, I think... I, I, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I, I think of all those guys, he'd be the one with the most heat.
0: Jordan, you're the best. Thanks so much for doing this. Congrats on the big news break, the DeAndre Hopkins. That was massive. It's everywhere. We're going to be talking about it all off season. We'll talk to you soon.
3: Please have me on during the playoffs so I can talk about Perloff's favorite teams. I mean, he's an Eagles guy, right? <laughs> oh yeah,
1: baby! But Maggie's a Bills gal, so listen, we our show is on fire I'm a right lot now. Riding Jordan. on
3: these if it, playoffs, if it's Buffalo, Philly. I mean, that could be something in the Super Bowl. Wow. Okay.
1: Wait, and what about you? You got your uh, you're a Seahawks, Seahawks. fan, right?
3: I, I grew up a huge Seahawks fan. I mean, I was a little selfishly happy for them to get the playoffs. Um, they got to go on the road to San Francisco. Not a <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: congrats you earn a date with san francisco hopefully we'll all league. be
1: alive next time we talk to you let's put it that way <laughs>
0: yeah all our teams
3: I, I appreciate it thanks so much
0: thanks jordan appreciate it see ya bye man
1: by the way we could get to this later i think both you and i think that seahawks niners game is gonna be more competitive than everyone else does
0: yeah i mean if you're we can do this but if you're like ranking some of the games. Yeah. It's the first one that kicks us off. It's like the Saturday yes. afternoon game, which sometimes doesn't get the biggest audience. I mean, it's the NFL, so they get a huge audience no matter what. But that one kind of doesn't get it generally. See, it's I like think, the JV game. I
1: think the Saturday night game is their worst rating.
0: We get the Jags again on a Saturday night. Two Saturday nights in a row with the Jags. Of course we do.
1: That's my social life right now is watching <laughs> Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence. <laughs>
0: Oh, man, that was fun. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. To see you guys on the phones, we'll get back to the calls. Also, we will rank the best teams in the playoffs. We've got so much to do in the final hour of the show. We are on CBS Sports Radio. We're on Sirius XM Channel 158. We're on the free Odyssey app, and we are streaming live on YouTube. You want to see our gorgeous faces? You can do it right now. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. You guys can get involved in yeah. the chat. Perloff's going against the grain In the next hour. So, Grainers, stand by.
1: Also, we want to hear from you, Indy. Come on, Indy. Make a case to host this AFC neutral game. Maggie's going to make it outdoors. Unless you guys call us and speak up.
0: 855 212 We're back in a minute.